Welcome explorers and thank you for being part of the adventure. This is another solo cast today and I'm going to talk about indifference. Anyone that's listened to the other episodes, they'll know that I often refer to indifference and there's a reason for that. So just to give you a bit of a background is that as a soul intuitive, what I do is read people's emotions and give them some insight into what is emotionally going on within their system and also what their soul lessons are, what what their soul wants them to learn and what the experiences they've had, what opportunities can come from those experiences. Now, this doesn't mean if you've been abused or you've been in a narcissistic relationship, I do not ascribe to that that's the experience you needed to have so that you could get these lessons. But I do go now that you've been there and there's not much you can do about your history, it's history. Let's see what we can take from that. I never believe that someone deserves to be abused or that they ask for it. A little point of difference that I have with many. When I started working with people, I got a lot of childhood abuse victims coming through my office door and it's not my history. I'm actually a protective species. Um, I did have a pedophile once come around our place sniffing. I had a, a father that said, you can and you can fill in the gaps there. So it's not my history and I don't feel traumatised by it because I actually felt really supported when this person had decided that I might be a potential. When you don't feel supported and you are have been abused and whether it's childhood abuse, neglect, or whether it's narcissistic relationships or it is something that has been unjustly done to you, when you feel unsupported, unheard, misunderstood, it creates a trauma. And that's what I would see in these people that I was working with. And I documented the themes that I started to see in these people, the same issues, which is what Breaking Free is, the book that I've wrote, Breaking Free from the Chains of Silence. And then I realized that it was really a documentation of indifference. Indifference underpinned everything that these people had experienced. For some, for a child to be abused, the abuser has to be indifferent to the value, worth and significance of that individual child. They have to be indifferent to the ramifications and the long-term effect that the abuse is going to have on them. So I really started to study indifference. Now, Breaking Free from the Chains of Silence took me 12 years to document and publish. Like I didn't just pluck things out of the air. This has been based on what I've experienced with my clientele, what I could read, and I would document it and then it had to have more and more people of the same theme that resonated with them and it made sense to them and something that they needed to understand for them to come to terms with their history and find peace within themselves because when you've had that type of abuse, it is really hard to get back to that sense of peace within yourself. When I'm looking at indifference and when I'm looking at narcissism and all those kind of 
abusers. And that comes down to somebody just wanting to use their judgment, which was on a previous episode, against you. They want to humiliate you. They want to bully you, all those kind of things. That it's the same thing. The spectrum of indifference determines how far someone will go in their ability to be abusive to another person. Now, some people will just go this far. You know, they might say something a little bit nasty. They might gossip. They might do those kind of things, but they're on just this little part of the the spectrum of indifferent. They're hoping that person never finds out, hoping that person never really cottons on to how indifferent they are to them. The more they come down and the more their actions are, their actions or their words are indifferent to the person they're impacting, the more abusive they'll allow themselves to become. And indifference, we all are impacted by it. When we know that somebody has not got a boundary that will stop them. So if you and I was if you and I were standing there and I was having a bad day and I start lashing out and I look at you and then I start, you know, belly aching, I am not going to really make that too personal because my boundaries and my own code of ethics is that no one deserves to be abused because I can't handle my emotions where I might become defensive, snappy. I might stand there and forcefully tell you my problem, whether you want to listen to it or not, but I'm not going to attack you generally. (laughs) I'm not going to attack you. And that means that my boundary and my ability to be indifferent is fairly low. There's a part of me that is going to acknowledge that my words are going to have an impact on you and I don't want to be the cause of you feeling bad about yourself. So I don't operate a lot with indifference for others. Now, catch here is I can operate with a lot of indifference to myself. I can say the most nastiest things to myself I can put myself into positions where I've disassociated from the true ramifications and I just keep acting out that indifference to the ramifications. Now, we've all done that. You know, um, we only have to think of a night. If we're out drinking, we go, oh, don't worry about the hangover. It's all good. Keep going. And then all of a sudden we're indifferent to the ramifications of our actions today. Now, in the morning, when we wake up, our indifference is gone and our headaches there and we feel like crap and all the rest of it. So the ramifications, the the consequences are there and they're evident. And then we go, oh, God, you know, I didn't look after myself properly that night. That's just an example of how we can all be a little bit indifferent. So, and you can put that on any scenario, but I just think that's one that we can all sort of get our heads around. Now, when you're with someone that you know is indifferent to you, they do not care about the ramifications. They do not care how their actions are impacting and affecting you. 
our fear level goes up. And it goes up because we don't know where their boundaries are. And that scares us. If we know someone will yell at us, but they won't hit us, we'll feel safer than if we're with someone that we know or we don't know how far they'll go. If we know someone will be a bit nasty to us behind closed doors, but would never do that in public, A, because they're protecting their own image, is very different to the person that deliberately does it in public because then you become the person that's waiting for them to be indifferent to you. So indifference is that they do not care how it is going to impact and affect you. And the only thing that they care about is whatever it is that suits them at the time. And that's why when I was reading and working with a lot of childhood abuse victims, their their radar for people's level of indifference was massive. And as soon as they felt someone's indifference, they had an understanding that when someone is indifferent, the abuse can go to a whole different level. So, and as an when you've been a non-abused person, you that's not so prevalent on your radar. You're a bit naive to it because you haven't experienced it. But when you have, and especially with narcissistic um, relationship abuses, when you hear people start to talk condescending, you actually feel the indifference in it. You are you are aware and reactive to this person has the ability to be indifferent to me, which means that I now do not count and they will go wherever they want to go. They will say whatever they want to say to get whatever they think is the result they want. And sometimes what people want is just to be nasty. They want to be superior So they try to make the people around them inferior. One of the things with indifference and the problem when we have experienced someone's extreme indifference to us is that we become indifferent to ourselves, that our self-esteem, our sense of self-worth is to a point, you know, I refer to it as soul loss. We, we, We disconnect from the truth of who we are. We devalue the core essence of our soul, who we actually are. So when we've experienced extreme indifference towards us and our value, worth and significance, then we feel disconnected to the truth of ourselves because we become indifferent to ourselves. And that's a major problem for anyone that has experienced any type of trauma Um, regardless of whether it's childhood abuse, narcissistic relationship, life shocks, even in the grieving process, we can become very indifferent to ourselves, even in ambiguous loss, you know, where we've had friendships that fail, businesses that fail, anything at all that makes us feel insignificant. Indifference causes us to feel insignificant as if we don't matter. And that has a profound effect on us. And 
the more we become indifferent to ourselves and in my terminology I refer to as your soul you know like the truth of yourself the further you spiral into that sense of insignificance now we are all significant we are born significant and it is about self-value and it's not something we have to prove it's something that we are and that indifference attacks fundamentally who we are so if someone's abusing us in any form they are indifferent to our significance and unfortunately our response to it can be to feel insignificant and we become indifferent to ourselves kind of repeating the same point there but it's really important for us to get it and we can we can have flashes of that when people are being very extremely judgmental towards us and things like that we can feel insignificant that person does not value me that person doesn't respect me and it can cause us to implode within ourselves like becoming indifferent to ourselves is a trap that stops us from developing and it can leave us in the emotional cage that was created through um, I'm going to pinch Stephanie I'm going to pinch Stephanie Sarazen's activating event Stephanie wrote a book on ambiguous grief ambiguous loss of you know when friendships break down or we, you find out something that you didn't know was true could be some form of betrayal um, anything like that that we grieve something that is still alive you know it's not a death it's a might be a death of a relationship but it's not a death of a person but we go through this grieving process but we have these activating events now if you've got childhood trauma you have many activating events if you have you've been in a narcissistic relationship you have many many activating events probably until you get to the big activating event um thank you stephanie you get to that big activating event where you have no more room for suppression and all of a sudden what will crash on you is the reality of the other person's indifference towards you that allowed them to betray or abuse you in the way that has now absolutely shocked you to your core. So indifference always shocks us when we are on the lower end of the spectrum now like I said we can all be indifferent if we go selfish there's a type of indifference in that if we go judgmental there's a type of indifference to that the degree to which we can be indifferent marks out how far we will allow ourselves to be abusive and the further the spectrum goes the harder they're, the more willing they are to be abusive. And indifference affects us greatly. When we feel that we have been traumatised by someone else's indifference, it kind of puts us in an emotional quicksand. Like the more we struggle against it, sometimes the deeper it takes us in. And that causes us to feel hopeless and helpless. And that re-traumatizes us. 
when we feel completely helpless, unsupported and unheard as before, as I mentioned before, then this emotional quicksand happens. And the further we go in there and the more victimhood stuff that we adopt and become shrouded in, the harder it is for us to see that we need to deal with our indifference to ourselves and our own sense of value, worth and significance. And that will be, you know, potentially the vine that's thrown into the quicksand that pulls us out. When we become indifferent to ourselves, we crush our own self-curiosity and we start to shut down. We start disassociating from our feelings. We start living within this despair. Now, if you're traumatised, that despair is warranted. You know, that is the truth of how you feel and it's not that you tell yourself that you shouldn't feel that. You acknowledge that's what you felt. And then you start knowing that you deserve more from you so that you can start pulling yourself out of that emotional quicksand. Again, easier said than done. When we have experienced really traumatic experiences, and whether it's long-term abuse or a one-act of betrayal, whatever it is that has shocked us to the core, I call it soul carnage. And there's a pain and a damage that we can carry with us. And we can do that soul life after soul life after soul life. And that becomes our life lesson is to deal with our response to indifference by not going indifferent to ourselves. And if you're in that position where you've had those extreme traumatic experiences and those life shocks that most of us do experience somewhere along the line and you don't want to be indifferent to yourself, it is recognising that you deserved better regardless of how another treated you because we start governing how we scale ourselves and how we feel about ourselves by how others are treating us and that makes us susceptible to falling into victimhood because there is always someone who is operating from their indifference who will be willing to do something that doesn't take you in consideration. And that can be as simple as someone cutting you off in traffic or jumping in, in, in front of the queue or taking the accolades for something you did or using your information to enhance themselves without any recognition. That's a something that's happened. Um, there's all these different things that you can identify people's indifference towards you. It is important for us to recognise that the most damaging indifference we can experience is our own indifference to ourselves. We stop caring about ourselves. And I you know, often say we are the caretaker of our own soul. And if we can nurture our own soul, it means that we won't go indifferent to ourselves. One of the things that really scares us about indifference is that when people operate from that, so narcissists, abusers, cranky, bitter, in, you know, people, 
you know, they're being indifferent when they're being so bitter that they're acting out their staff on you. That is a type of indifference. But one of the things that really impacts us is when we realise that they are indifferent to truth. When did truth become the enemy is one of the chapters in my Spirituality, Evolution and Awakened Consciousness book. And it's because if we devalue the value of truth, we become indifferent to truth. And when we do that, it means there's no boundary, there's no blocker. See, most of us believe if truth gets put on the table, we have to deal with it. You know, it, it, we might not like it, but there's the truth, got to deal with it. The reality is, is that truth can be pushed aside, it can have deception built on top of it. On top, every deception is built on top of a truth. Deception doesn't start, deception covers a truth. So when we're looking, you know, soul searching and being self-reflective, which you all know is very important to me because you cannot be on any evolutionary journey. You're trying to transform your negative emotions to a self-understanding. I'm not a big believer in transforming them into a positive. Um, It does help to start that way, but you need to transform them into an understanding. And then what that understanding starts to build, starts to build is a solid foundation underneath you that you anchor to as your self-understanding, your own soul knowing. As you build that, all of a sudden, you can recognize a lot of different behaviors and patterns and, and people's intention by reading the energy. And we all read energy. And when we feel indifference, we respond with fear because we know even if the truth is presented, it is not going to alter how these people respond. And we can see that with lots of things, you know, global change, you know, the environmental changes that we're all seeing, we're all witnessing them. Now, I don't know enough about the science, but I know that things are very different to what they were before. I know things are getting more extreme. So I know that as a truth because I've witnessed it. Now, why, how, how to fix that, I don't understand. That's a truth. I only understand a very, very small amount of it, and I know that, and I'm happy to expand on that, but I am not indifferent to the truth that I already understand, already have witnessed. And that's the difference. So when we're looking at the truth of something, if we're prepared, whether we like it or not, to still acknowledge that we recognize the truth in it, you're not going indifferent. When you see people, regardless of the truth being presented, regardless of the evidence of that truth, disregarding its value, that is indifferent. And that is a dangerous place because that means there is no boundaries and that it is only self-serving positions that they will orientate to. And that's why when we have 
people coming out of narcissistic relationships or whether it's um, parents, friends, partners, they struggle because they've been so consumed with other people's indifference because it hurts us. When someone is so indifferent to you that they completely disregard how their actions are affecting you, making you feel, when you feel their indifference, all of a sudden there's a fear factor that starts to rise because they're, regardless of the truth, this person's not going to change. And we struggle in our relationships to accept that. We don't want to believe that people are going to be indifferent to us. So we try to make excuses for it. We try to suppress our reactions. We do all sorts of things to try and believe this person is not indifferent to us. And that can cause us to go indifferent to ourselves because why we're trying to get our heads around why this person's doing some crazy making sort of statements, actions, betrayals, we're chipping away at our own self-worth and that's why narcissistic relationships often are referred to as soul loss, that you lose part of your soul within them because you're diminishing your own shine to try and accommodate their lunacy because there is no common sense, there is no logic, it is just an emotional reaction that they're responding to. So indifference has a huge impact on each of us. When we have been abused by somebody who is totally indifferent to us, we end up in what I refer to as struggling human energy, and that's where we become anti-ourselves anti the evolution of our soul, anti the value of who we are. And we don't realize, but that indifference ends up taking us down into that quicksand I mentioned before, but it also takes us into creating many negative self-beliefs. So we can be traumatized and abused and all those kind of things or experience some really harsh bullying and anything like that that leaves us debating our self-worth, then we can jump on that and through our own indifference to ourselves, which we possibly would never do to anyone else, but we're willing to do to ourselves, we start building up these negative self-beliefs that can take a, a lifetime to pull apart and unravel and really realize that they're misconceptions. And they're built out of pain and hurt and that fear of vulnerability and that fear that we are not good enough. Because when we're down in that pit, we stay there when we believe we're not good enough. And then we get frightened to stick our heads back up, back ourselves and support ourselves, caretaker of our own soul, because we're frightened that somebody else is going to come along and push us back down. We get scared of how others' indifference towards us could impact us. So we start to shut down. And what that means is that we rob ourselves 
of understanding who we are and we get stuck in like what I refer to as struggling human energy where we fear expressing ourselves because we'll be judged, put down, ridiculed, or we fear that the person that was indifferent to us has a better evaluation of our worth. They never do. Narcissists do not value anything, not even themselves. Just to finish up indifference, because it's a difficult subject and um, I must admit I prefer to bounce off in conversation to explain it. I've actually found it quite difficult to to discuss it in this in this format because I, I normally respond to questions and and can go for it. So I, I found that interesting. Finish up on indifference before we go to flip the book on a quote that is in Breaking Free and it comes under the heading Forgotten Soul. But the quote is, when you gaze upon yourself with indifference, you have forgotten your soul. When another gazes upon you with indifference, they have forgotten their own soul and devalued yours. And I think that's important for us to remember. If you're coming out of narcissistic relationships, you've got a history of childhood abuse or you've just been betrayed or you've been disappointed by your friendships and all sorts of things. Remember, if they've gone indifferent to you, you didn't deserve it. Don't let it be the point that you use to assess your own value, worth and significance. Indifference aligns with the intent to harm and hurt. And if someone's gone indifferent to you, they're willing to hurt and harm you. It might be emotionally, it might be mentally, it might be financially, it might be physically. But the intent behind their indifference is a willingness to cause harm and hurt. So don't ignore that reality because it leaves a damage. When we ignore the reality of this, and we stop being self-supporting, which we're all prone to do. We're all prone to do this. And we stop being self-supporting. The damage that that consistent indifference will do will permeate your sense of self. It will stop you recognising your own soul. And it will interfere with your ability to use logic as a tool. And unfortunately... Indifference, when someone is indifferent to our significance, the value of our soul, it can take us into an abyss of emotions. Now, there are opportunities within that abyss and when we recover, when we reconnect to the truth of ourselves and recover and rejuvenate that sense of self, we come out stronger and we come out wiser and we come out with a foundation of truth that becomes our anchor. So I hope anyone that is experiencing a traumatic experience or is still carrying a trauma experience and emotional reactions to it, that you know that you are worth 
the effort required, and it does take effort, to go into the reconnection, recovery, and rejuvenation process. So I'm going to do flip the book, and I'm just going to flip the page over from that quote and see where we land. So when we gain, when sorry, last paragraph, um, breaking free under the forgotten soul. When you gaze upon yourself, may your fear be an historic memory, not a residing foe. May you remember you are always the innocent and that your kindness and trust was portrayed by someone who has forsaken yours and their own soul. May you feel the joy of rekindling your relationship with your soul. May you unconditionally love yourself and nurture your voyage of life. I'm just going to read out the last paragraph. When you gaze upon yourself, may you see and feel yourself lift the anchor from your pain because you know you are worth it. You deserve to sail free and to discover and explore the shores that give you peace within your soul. I think that sort of sums up the process that is required to go from any traumatic experience to a recovery experience to a rejuvenation experience. And your life is meant to be joyful. You are born with a purpose and a reason. And if you're in the need to recover, then that can become part of the purpose. You didn't deserve to be abused in any form or portrayed, manipulated, any of those things. But if you have, try and take the opportunities within that to take yourself to safe shores. <laughs> 